Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm Welcome to Cigar Hustlers Podcast, episode 32. This is part two of the Hector Alfonso Senior Interview. Sit back, relax, and get ready for the show. I'm a big fan of that uh, sociologist who wrote a book about the tipping point. Uh, Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell talks about putting... Outliers. He does like the, yeah, the, the right ones. thing and the right hand and the right person. He talks right. about if you get the right cigar, and I look at it cigar ways, you put the cigar in the right person's hands who can put it in the other person's hands, who can put it in, you know, and they can they can start a movement. And right. that's, you know, and that's what we're hoping for. I mean, that's what we're hoping. We hoped for that with LaRange, and it worked out. I mean, you know, next thing you know, we're, we're getting, we got raided on Cigar Aficionado. Right. And, you know, and then and Eric's wearing everything fucking orange under the sun. And he, did you see the year he, he, he dyed his goatee orange? He had his goatee. No shit. Yeah, he looked like, oh, that was, I, I don't have words for that. Just, <laughs> and I'm hardly ever at a loss for words. I looked at right. him and I went, what do you go? I, I I just don't know what to tell you. I, mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know whether to laugh at you or feel. Funny. I don't know whether to laugh at you or feel bad for you. I mean, what, what's 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 this? What's going on there? He goes, no, it's a little dye. I go, it looks mangy, bro. I mean, what the, what the, because you know it's gray hair. Nothing. When you dye gray hair, what do you get? Right. Oxide. You get you get. You get. So uh, it's rusty. It does, but <laughs> rusty. That. And, you know, and, and he's, but he is a good egg man. You know. Eric? Um, yeah, for sure. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about that guy. I respect that guy because he has been shit on right. minimum three times in this industry. Right. Minimum. And I know he's not a guy to drop names, but I don't give a shit. Uh, the guy who was making his, uh, he was, he had, uh, he distributed, he was having a cigar distributed by Miami Cigar. That didn't work out. Right. Then he had Rocky distribute a cigar, and they put those Crayola bands on, on the cigar. That didn't work out. And then the guy making his cigars for him shit on him and that, that guy is not going to mention his name just because you know I don't feel like answering That's fine. Le- letters with, you know, that are signed and registered so <laughs> that, guy, that guy that guy shit on him and like a phoenix he's kind of risen from the ashes three keeps times keeps coming back well the persistence is, is kind of what defines you right yeah but you, you look know? at him and you're like dude I would have given up I'm going to tell you I would have given up after the first time they shit on me out of him that's it you know scat's not my thing I'm right. <laughs> I'm, I'm out <laughs> I'm out I can't get thing. the corn out of my hair I don't know <laughs> I don't know what this guy ate before he shit on me but I can't get it out of my hair I just uh, but he's he is persistent man you know I, I have a lot of respect for that. I'm going to pull you all the way back to when you were younger. Uh-oh. So, wh- so what did you do exactly in the Army? I was... And what the fuck made you want to join the Army? My parents had gotten divorced when I was 15. Okay. And it was tough. My dad uh, my dad had met another woman, left my mother. Uh, I have a brother with uh, Down syndrome, special, he's special needs. So my mother didn't take the separation or divorce very well in the sense of, you know... It was whenever they, whenever he came to see my brother, or he, would, I would go over there. It was war. I just, I couldn't deal with that. So I, That's I got, I got out of high school early. I, I went to summer school to finish early. I was working at a, a supermarket, a Spanish chain supermarket in Miami. I was 17. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to work in the supermarket business right. forever. So that's something you wanted to do your whole life. And I'm a, I'm a super nationalist. I really am. I'm, I'm, you know, these, you'll, you'll run across guys in the industry who'll say that they're Cuban or Cuban American. Right. I'm American. Right. 
I'm American. I was born in this country. You know, I, I have a, I'm, I'm very nationalist. I'm very, I'm very, since I was young, I've always been very pro-nationalist. So I'm like, well, you know what? I'll join the army. I had just seen Stripes. I like what Oxenberger said. You know, hey, they got a diet plan. I can lose a little weight. You know, if I, <laughs> I figured, hey, you know what? I'll learn a skill. And uh, I joined the army. I, uh, <laughs> I I joined the army at 243 pounds. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and I shouldn't have gone to basic. I was overweight. But I guess the recruiter was desperate. I guess he was short on people at March. Numbers. So I'm in. So I leave in March for Fort Jackson, South Carolina. And I figure it's March, like in March in Miami when it was 80 degrees. It was 40 fucking degrees in Fortune, <laughs> Columbia. And I was not ready for that kind of cold. It was the first time I had seen cold since I was like a little kid in New Jersey. In New Jersey, so I get the basic man, and I'm I'm having a hard time, bro. It's it's hard, and I was 17. I was the youngest guy in my company for sure. I don't know about the brigade, but in the in the in my company, I was the youngest guy for sure. So uh, I was like 17 and three quarters. I still had, I still had four months before I was 18. So uh, you know, I, I went through basic, and then my my job skill was signal security. I was in the signal corps. Okay. So uh, we were using we were using a version of online. You know, sending stuff online remotely oh, wow. in the in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> so I, my first duty assignment is Korea. I get sent to the second division, which is up in the DMZ. And uh, it, it, you know, I I want to tell you it was cold, but even that's an understatement. It was. It was <laughs> I didn't see my dick or cock for at least three weeks. <laughs> It was, it was just, and I was young too. I mean, I was swinging. I just couldn't. It was just freezing up there. There was not enough for me to put on. Right. It right. was just so damn cold. And then I get a, uh, I get uh, lucky that I get sent south to finish the rest of my tour. I spent 15 months in Korea. Uh, then uh, it's time to leave the country. I leave the country. I got married. I, I met a nice Korean girl. Spoke English. She was a college student. Uh, I have a son now. He's 32. He, uh, he's a policeman in Miami Dade as well. He's, no uh, shit, he's, wow. a, he's a he's a he works for Miami Dade as well. He's been on four years now, and he I know he he's tired of it. Yeah, I met another friend of yours, Dad. I said, well, you know, it's, I've been around a long time. That's going to happen probably <laughs> at least for the ten years. Me. You're going to have that till I'm gone, and you know, then people will know who you are. Right. And then somebody's going to watch me and say, oh, you're Alfonso's dad. So you know that well, that's what that's what I'm looking for. Right. Uh, so it's time to come stateside, and I figure, well, maybe I'll get I'll go back to signal the signal area, which at the time was Fort Gordon. Uh, or Fort Huachuca. I got sent to Fort Sill, Oklahoma, which is the, it's in Lawton, Oklahoma. You ever heard of Lawton, Oklahoma? No, nope. I have actually. Yeah. But I don't know why. Nope. Okay, well, yeah. that's, you're more people are with you than you. Lawton's like the second largest city in Oklahoma, Oklahoma City being the first. They have Will Rogers International Airport. Oh, no shit. Yeah, like a Mexican charter plane landed there once. It's international. <laughs> Fuck out of here. What's wait, what are you waiting for on the plane? There's a cow on the tarmac. <laughs> and how did you guys not see that? Because there's nothing you can see for miles but corn. How right. do you and we get you know, it was it was awful. <laughs> I, it was awful because it was the home of the field artillery. That's where I lost a little bit of my hearing. Because those guys, yeah. they have to blow everything up. You have you have guys that they make fun of the material. You have tread heads, you have armor. Yeah, you have gun bunnies, uh, which are the artillery guys. You have grunts, which are infantrymen. But artillery guys are special because <laughs> they they're pissed off if you call their gun a tank because it looks like a tank, right. but it has a gun. And then you know when they go to the field, the guy with the cleanest gun gets penalized. So everybody has to bring their fucking guns back filthy. And you know, and, and you're out there, and, and it's artillery. I mean, it's boom, boom, 
boom, boom, boom, boom. You know, that's all you hear in the field. Though we did, uh, right before I, I got out, they had introduced a thing called multiple launch rocket system, which is a, these big-ass behemoth trucks that would turn and they would shoot these these missiles. That was cool as shit. I mean, you don't want to fuck with an artillery battery, <laughs> but you know they will make they will ruin your day. Right. But uh, it wasn't there. They, I, I, after being in a combat arms unit, I figured maybe I'll get a support group. No, right back to front, right back to combat arms, right back to the artillery. So my son's born. Uh, reenlistment time comes up. Uh, hey, you want to reenlist? Uh, you know, what? Can um, you say it again? What? Well, I thought about it because it was it was 1988. It was 1987, I'm sorry. Well, they do everything they can to convince you to stay, Well, sure. I said, well, what are my direct assignments? He goes, well, let's see. You can go back to Korea, negative, because once you go back to Korea, you go back to second division, so don't want to do that. Right. Uh, You can go to Turkey. (laughs) Hold on a second. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no. (laughs) What do you do in Turkey? Oh, you're out on a mountain site, listen to Russians. I don't speak Russian. No, that's not a good idea. Your third assignment is a direct assignment to Berlin Brigade in Germany. Berlin Brigade in Germany? My buddy's in Germany. That's pretty cool. I'm looking at West Germany. I'm like, where's Berlin? I can't find it. It's over here in East Germany. And I said, no, I'm going home. <laughs> I'm, I'm going. Done here. I'm, I'm done. Finished. I'm done. Did my time. Thank you. Always leave on a high note. Right. Good night. <laughs> so I <laughs> went back to Miami. Tip your waitress, everybody. Everybody Good tip night. your waitress. Thank you. <laughs> Please buy the DVDs and the VCR tapes in the front. So uh, I leave and go back to Miami, and I immediately apply to work for law enforcement. You know, work in Miami Day. There were some recruiters who would come by because they were analysts. The, the criminal analysts were it was a new position. Mm-hmm. Okay. Guys who intelligence work was not was army was an army stuff was an army thing, not really a law enforcement thing at the time. Remember, right. computers hadn't come into their own. So when you had intel guys and working at a big police department, maybe New York City, maybe Chicago, not Miami Dade, even though we we're like at the time we were ninth or tenth lar- eighth or ninth largest, we're tenth now. Uh, Houston is by, has passed us by. Houston oh, has a huge police department. So we, uh, you know, I, I I apply and I get a job and you know I'm a computer computer rat for a couple of years and then uh, my my first big gig in the intel thing came when I get assigned to gangs. Right. And gangs was great. I mean, gangs had was never really a gang problem in Miami. There's still not a gang problem in Miami because they took care of it early. But we also enforce gangs in a different way down there. I mean, we used to. I don't know what they do now. I've been out of it for right. more than 10 years. Uh, where in the old days, in some places, I'm sorry, in some places they only target gang members. We target everybody. And if there's a gang member in there, well, great. But we, you know, you, you target high crime areas because that's where you're going to find gang members. Right, right. So we were, we were great, very recognized. You know, we did a lot of great work, had a lot of national recognition. We had awards and all the other bullshit. But after six years, you know, new, new people come in. And they want to, you know, reinvent the wheel, and you know, and you sit there and you go, this, this works. Look at the plaques. Right. right. Look at the plaques. Yeah. Look at the We're numbers. We're doing something right. No, no, we want to do long-term cases. Long-term cases don't work here. We don't have long-term problems. We have short-term problems. Oh, uh, that's how it's going to be. Well, I'm, I'm going to find a home. Well, you just can't leave like that. Oh, I've been on a long time. I've, I've been on a long time, and I've done favors to a lot of people. Right. Hold on, I'm going to, I'm going to go somewhere. So I called the guy who, who was like my godfather. I said, hey, it's time for me to leave gangs. He goes, where do you want to go? Right. I heard there's an opening in internal affairs. He goes, all right. So three weeks later, I was there. 
and I had a great time there. No shit. I didn't have any friends for five, <laughs> for five or six yeah, years. Nobody, me. nobody <laughs> likes you anymore, but you know, you'd walk into the restaurant, everybody walk out. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck happened there? Yeah. It's like IRS. Yeah, the secret. Oh, secret squirrel squad. Uh, oh, the rats are here. Yeah, and yeah. you know what? Yeah, it's if you were dirty, yeah, yeah, but if you were clean, you had nothing to worry about. I used to tell guys like, "What do you worry about? If you saw us, you're fine." It's when you don't see us. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's when you don't see us that you, you should see be worried. You should worry. So, you know, after, you know, six, seven years, six years there, and it was, you know, same thing. They bring in some other people. They have any idea. Regime change. Regime change. I was already working with Eric, and I was not, you know, I, I needed something that I could work days really early in the morning and then give my afternoons to him. So I got a chance to go work in Homeland, which was pretty much just writing. Writing papers, you know, writing white papers, writing precision papers, writing bulletins and analysis and my they gave me the caribbean south america central america cuba the caribbean and you know i go to nicaragua once every four three months so it's all you know i, I I'm, I'm in the know so i spend my day looking online and reading the blogs uh and the homeland aspect for us is how do things as a, as a local police department working with the fbi uh because and homeland who are the the overseers of this uh -huh. program how do these incidents outside affect miami so the two biggest ones at the time were Venezuela. What happens if Chavez, something happens to Chavez? I remember I wrote a paper that was, I got slammed for, then got critical appraise for because it turned out, I said that Chavez was dead too, like 10 days before he was dead. They was announced that, oh, how can you say that? I said, look. Uh, and and you know, I, maybe this is boring. I don't need to be boring. No, but, no, no, not at all. Uh, we did a, I, I used the, Oh my God! He doesn't come to my mind now. Skip's What's our only listener, so he's going to love this. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably calling me a fa fanboy talking shit. <laughs> uh, Evo Morales. I used the Evo Morales synopsis. I used that as my hypothesis. When the president of any country comes to a another country, right? He's received, welcomed, all that other bullshit. Right. Hugo, Hugo, uh, Hugo Chavez is in Cuba after the surgery. Allegedly had surgery, successful, blah, blah, blah. Evo Morales gets on a plane and goes to Cuba. Not allowed to see Chavez. Flies back to blue. Right. That's weird. Right. Hugo Chavez, uh, successful surgery, flying him back to Venezuela, blah, blah, blah. Evo Morales gets on another plane, flies to Venezuela. Not allowed to see him. Flies back home. He's dead. Right, right. Because... Not only is he a president of, a, of another country, he is part of the Fidel tree, which is Ortega, Morales, uh, the guy from Ecuador, the woman from Argentina. Uh, the guy, the, all those are all part of that, that cumbre of Brazil where they're all kind of leftist-leaning. And if they're not outright communists, they're leftists or socialists in one sort of way. For him to not be seen. Right. Something had to go Something went to go wrong. So I based it on that. And then they said, well, you know, we'll leave this internally and, you know, we're not going to send it to anybody because, you know. And then uh, just reporting in, uh, Venezuela President Hugo Chavez is dead. Right. Hey, where's that paper? Oh, no, no, <laughs> no. no. I, I deleted it. How, how could you delete that? <laughs> I said, no, I have it there. <laughs> I have it there, but the last line, the last line says I wrote this three weeks ago. <laughs> so... I, you know, my dad was a great source for me. My dad is a was a he was still he's 80 years old now, but my dad is a, was the one of the big anti-Castro guys in Miami, and 
and uh, whenever I needed, whatever I needed, uh, I'm not saying my dad was a source right. <laughs> or an informant, but my dad was really my, my mentor in that. Uh, he said, you got to look, you know, the more complicated it is, the more they make something look complicated, right. the, the simpler the underlying fact of what's right. going on. So, you know, not bad for a guy who delivered magazines, you know, but he, uh, <laughs> so that's the way I looked at it. And, you know, I, uh, and then Castro came and the Castro death thing was, was not what I said. I said it was not going to be a big thing. There are going to be no, there aren't going to be demonstrations. There's going to be, there's going to be celebration. He dies on Black Friday. Right. right? They announced it on Black Friday. I get my first call at nine o'clock in the afternoon, in the evening. Hey, Castro's dead. I go, bro, I heard this message. I've heard this 18 times in the last four years. Castro's dead. Uh, where are you getting it from? BBC. All right. I'll call my dad. Hey, he goes, I heard it too. We're trying to find out. Uh, all right, this shit's legit now. Right. Well, I'm not going in at 10 o'clock at night. You can forget that shit. Right. So Castro dies, announced about 11 o'clock, I think, Eastern Standard Time. And the people take to the streets. And I know a lot of people who... Who don't who who the Cuba thing is not personal to them found right. it in, in bad taste that you would celebrate somebody's death. Well, they've been waiting fifty years to right. to do right. that, you know. And 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 it's hard because it's a divided nation. Right. You have it's divided three ways. You have the ones who are anti anti imperialist, go home Yankee. The ones who are anti communist, fuck the Castros. And then you have the ones who play both sides of the fence. And there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them in this industry. There's a lot of them in Miami, you know. They're not. They're the economic guys. The guys who left the country for economic reasons, not the ones who left because of hardship or you know or or, or politics. politics. Right. So they have no problem with coming to the states, working a year and a half, making as much as they can, and going back home to Cuba. And in the criminal aspect, because uh, there are some level, there are some groups of criminal Cuban criminals who go to Miami and operate. Their level of criminality is off the chart. Nothing has ever been seen like that. I mean, they're getting by in Cuba, which is a police state. What happens when you come to this country where the cops really, regardless of what you see on Facebook, the cops actually let you live, you know, it's, right. yeah, <laughs> right. you know, don't talk to any sovereign citizens. But if you, if you, you know, the co these guys were just, they brought a level of criminality that was unseen. So, yeah, there was, there was going to be mass celebrations. There's not going to be demonstrations. They're not going to block the streets. The only, I told them the only thing they should be lucky is that Castro died at 11 o'clock on on Black Friday, Friday yeah. not at noon on Black Friday. If yeah, they had died at noon on Black Friday, we would still be in a traffic jam. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, you know, how's Black Friday in Orlando? Right, right, yeah. So you imagine Miami, Black Friday, and Castro's dead, and all the epicenters of Cuban, Hialeah, the Westchester area. People are in the streets with pots and pans, which I think they made famous during the Heat's championship run. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, uh, you know, the, the, the Castro thing came and went. And now, you know, we have, you know, we have this guy. We have Raul for a while, and Raul handed off to this other guy. And he is, he's not a Castro, but he's a, he's a, he's a very well, well-documented communist. He's a good communist. He's a Lopino Nuevo, he's, but his, he, he, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't have the same connections that Castro does. Those aren't his people. You know, uh, he was born after the revolution. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, he'll what he'll what he'll do to safeguard Cuba or protect Cuba or or whatever he'll try to employ in Cuba or apply in Cuba will be in a different will be different level stuff. Because he, he didn't he didn't have to he didn't live he lived the revolution afterwards but he didn't fight the revolution. Right. So I think it's uh, you know like they were telling me about well what about when the Cubans get involved in the Nicaraguan thing? The Cubans have been involved in the Nicaraguan thing. 
All right, but it's it's only you know to like they were involved like they were involved in Venezuela with the security apparatus, how to do this logistics. You know they're not going to put any troops on the ground. Are you kidding? That's not Ortega's not his guy. Right. He's you know he's got his own problems. He's trying. He's a young guy. You know he he's not a he doesn't wear fatigues. He wears jeans. You know he's right. trying. To, <laughs> you know he wants to. You know he 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 wants an iPad. You know. <laughs> he wants an iPad. He wants, he wants iTunes. Right. You know it's right. he, he, he wants, wants to, to be. Podcast. Yeah, he watches this cat. It's Victor at Cuba dot C U. You know he he's you know he's a guy who he's. <laughs> different kind of guy but I, I don't have a feel for him yet so I can't I can't speak more right. on that but I don't I people say oh he's different no, he's a communist no, you, you can I tend to lump them all kind of together right and then after you lump them together then you divide him is he socialist is he this is he that is he a hardcore Marxist is but for right now it's uh he's a communist he's a communist and you know, then uh, nothing changed. The you know, if he was going to change anything, would have changed it like, like the second day. Right. right. All right. First day, great speech, great meet. Hey, nice parade. Uh, you guys can all leave if you want. <laughs> no, this guy's this guy's the greatest. <laughs> We're not having none of that. Right. So uh, you know. All right. That is fantastic. So I mean, it, like that's some depth. It is some in depth information. This right. stuff. Right. It oh, isn't your standard. We're not on the air, right? Your standard. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, <laughs> this, is this mic on? <laughs> I'm gonna need nope. this tape back. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna need this. We haven't even started yet. I was told he's gonna do a blast. This, this, is a isn't, this isn't like your standard Fred need, Rui uh, interview or anything. We're gonna like need that, all yeah. of this back, guys. Right, let's delete this. <laughs> I delete have to make it. a call. <laughs> so Rome is burning. So all right, go ahead. So did, so did you bring your book for your questions? It's right here. It's right here. So we can we can actually do the book. The, the you book know, question. I figured out what question we missed. It was the um, uh, advice question. Ah, what's the best piece of advice somebody ever gave? No, we're not doing me. We're doing Hector. So, hey, Hector, we, <laughs> we have five, five questions. One, two, three, four. Yeah, five. We have five questions five that questions. we ask every person that comes on the show. All right, cool. Um, and uh, we're going to hit you with all of them. And I don't think you've listened, so you don't know what's coming. And even if you have listened. I heard some of Alfred's show. Yeah? But Alfred uh, just, you know. Are you ready? Okay, first question. What one person, living or dead, would you like to have a cigar with? Living or dead? Wow. All right, I could go two two ways with this. Okay. I could go like the whole familiar, wow, what a soft spot. Or I could go like, I really would just like to talk to this guy. I'd love, I'd love to talk to Pete Rose. Nice. Oh, nice. I love Pete Rose. I heard he's a degenerate. And I know all this other shit you hear about him, but you know what? I always thought, and I'm 52. I don't, how old are you? Fucking 30. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 34. You're 34. How old are you, Mike? I'll be 51 this year. Okay. So we're about the same age. So yeah. I don't That's remember. That's why he's a producer. So, you know, I don't remember seeing. Eye to eye on these things. I don't remember seeing a better baseball player. Yeah. Growing up as a kid, and we didn't. We lived in the era before seventy-five baseball channels and ESPN. Right. So it was game of the week. Tony Kubek and Joe Gargiulo game of the week. And unfortunately for us, we had Braves games with those ugly blue uniforms. <laughs> and you know, you might catch Monday Night Baseball. Or, but I grew up. I was raised in New Jersey. I was born in New Jersey and raised there for the, when I was seven. And as luck would have it, I was in the stands for the Bud Harrelson beatdown game. Where Rose slid hard into second, and Bud Harrison took offense and pushed Rose down with his glove, and and then Pete Rose beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, so but my dad was telling me what a, my dad would tell me what a great player he was, and I'm well, what makes him a great player? And I don't remember Clemente. Clemente died in seventy, so I'm, uh, or is it seventy? Yeah, seventy, seventy, seventy-one. When did Clemente? Yeah, seventy, seventy-one. He died before. I don't remember. I don't not seventy, but he died before I ever really got to see the Pirates. Right. But I remember seeing Pete Rose and. 
the hustle. And he, he goes, look at it. He, he runs to first base on a walk. Look at that. Look how he slides. I mean, Ray Fossey would be unhappy about the slide, but look how he hustles. And then, you know, I got to see him a little bit more when he, you know, he went to Philadelphia and you know, Montreal and Philadelphia. And, and I just thought he was just the greatest player of all time. And, you know, I, I figure that I, since I'm always, the, you know, my thing is to talk to people and make them sources. Right. You know, right, and get yeah. that information. And maybe he'll tell me the truth of what happened and who was oh, in that. Oh, that would note. be fun. That would be fun. I, look, I'm not going to tell anybody until I get off the plane. <laughs> you know what? I'm only going to tell one guy. I'm going to call Jack Duran. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell him to keep a secret. I'm going to tell Jack, you're not going to believe this shit, but, to but he Jack. said he did better on baseball. Tell, <laughs> tell nobody. And if not, we'll have to dig up Bar Giamatti <laughs> and ask oh him. Oh, my God. So I'd, I'd, I'd like to talk just because I he was he was the best. Just I thought he was the best. I mean, maybe he wouldn't be the best in today's. Look, I didn't talk to my kid for four days last year, at the beginning of this year. Okay. My kid tells me, uh, Chipper Jones is the best switch hitter of all time. I said, what? You Chipper hung, Jones. You just hung up? No, he, <laughs> like, he put it on Facebook. He fucking trolled me. <laughs> my kid's a slick. My kid's not a dick. He's a, he's a smart ass. He trolls me on Facebook. Chipper Jones, greatest hitter of all time. That is all. Greatest switch hitter of all times. I was working. I remember I stopped what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia, baseball stats, blah, 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 blah. Pete, I called him, I said, read your Facebook. <laughs> he goes, you fell for that shit? I go, read your Facebook. He goes, I don't care what you said, Chipper Jones is still the best, all that. Read your Facebook. Every single stat that Pete runs on. He goes, he'll never be in the Hall of Fame. Click and hang up on me. Fucking guy. I talked to him for four days. He trolled me. But I, you know, and, and maybe Chipper Jones, I heard DiMaggio. But right. I'm not old enough to watch the Maggio. You sure as hell are old enough to watch the Maggio, yeah. and neither right. are you. We don't. No, no. We don't. Uh, the old timers are the Maggio greatest, or no? Was it Mantle? No, the Maggio. No, Mantle. 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 Mantle, switch Mantle. Hitter. Mantle. Best switch hitter of all time. All right, maybe. But I didn't see him play. I right. saw that guy play, and that guy was the best hitter of all time. In my switch. Every all generation's time. got their. Every favorite. every generation has their guy. You're yeah, right. Yeah. You're They're absolutely right. Of all time, right? Period. That, that huh? Who? <laughs> what? LeBron? <laughs> Did you say LeBron's the greatest yeah. of all time? I, I don't. I can't argue with you. I mean, the problem is it's like people with a quarterback controversy with Marino. Right. Montana, let me tell you something. If I needed some guy to win a game at the last the last series, maybe Montana. But I mean, a guy to throw for 400 today, I'm going to give the ball to Danny. Right. Because Danny said there's no defense for the perfect pass. Right. <laughs> so, you know what? I like that. <laughs> and before Marino was my guy, I used to love watching them damn fouls. I like to see the ball in the air. Right. Three yards in a cloud of dust, I like that for infantry maneuvers. Right. <laughs> I want to see the ball in the air. I, I like the, you know, I like when he, when Shula drafted that guy, I'm like, oh, man. This poor kid's gonna have to hand the ball off 30 times a game, and Shula's like, uh, Gary's team's like, he can throw the ball. Okay, throw, throw. <laughs> Shula's got the guy throwing 40 times a game. Unheard of. Greasy's probably going somewhere. This motherfucker. <laughs> I had to make Zonka a star. Zonka was a star before me because I had to hand off to him. You know. All right. So that's Pete Rose. Pete Rose. Awesome. All right. Uh, next question. Best piece of advice anyone ever gave you? Uh, Eric told me to always split tens. <laughs> I don't gamble. But he, you know, he tries to talk to me about gambling, and it's lost on me, bro. Right. Because our first time in Vegas, he goes to a machine. He goes, hey, we got 15 minutes before we dinner. Let me, let's, let's work a machine. And he puts like $800 in the machine Jesus. to play video poker. So I turn to his son and I go, I brought 500 for the trip. <laughs> <laughs> if he loses his money, I'm not going to be well. I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be, my, I'm going to be hurting on the inside. <laughs> I'm not going to take this well. Uh, you know, uh, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm trying to think any advice that, that, you know, not, not for anything. Not, uh, I've been, my dad left home early. 
so I didn't get a lot of that paternal advice. Right. Uh, I, my grandparents, I never met them. They were they were they were in Cuba, and then by the time they came back from Cuba, uh, you know, they were old, and you know, I didn't have that. I never had anybody to give me any good advice. Uh, but you know, I I can't just I can't recall any good advice. Can't pull something out. I, I, and I don't want to lie to you guys. It's yeah. just. Cool. I, right. you know I've learned that. I learned the hard way man you know and now my kid gets the benefit of all of my wisdom and right wit. but I just I didn't get any so I wish I would have gotten some because I made some I made I did a lot of stupid shit as a young guy right uh, I guess the never marry the same woman twice but nobody <laughs> told me that either <laughs> I'm sorry guys I didn't mean no, to no, disappoint you okay. dude I'm this right. is this is a great interview yes it is it's, it's a lot of fun okay what's your favorite cigar uh, mine or outside of mine What's your favorite cigar? What's your favorite cigar? <laughs> oh, that's tough, man. You guys can't cut a brother's a break. I drove 400 miles. Fuck no. <laughs> right now, my favorite cigar? All right. <sighs> right now, the, the cigar that I... Well, I can't anymore because I'm out of them. Are the two I gave... <laughs> the two <laughs> I gave Mike. Mikey. I gave Mike. Uh, that's look, really man, you know, I know you guys want two. I'm going to give you two cigars because that's... It's it's true. It's, it's just how it is. Of the stuff that we make... I love the Murcielago. The yeah. Murcielago is my favorite cigar of the ones we make. Though the new one is really, the new, the new one really has captured me. And you know, I know he's listening, and, I'm, and I, I don't like saying good shit to him because, but I, I love the Neanderthal man. Yeah. <laughs> I go by seconds at the factory, right? And I ask somebody, you know, this is a second. I don't care. I'm not selling these motherfuckers. I'm right. smoking them. Smoke Bring some back for me, will you? <laughs> Bro, you've got more, you've got more Romacraft than Romacraft. Fuck is. yeah, but I'm out of Neanderthals and I smoke that shit every. Oh, it's coming, day. man! Don't you follow him on Facebook? Course, it's coming, man! It's coming. It's back coming. orders will be fulfilled. Uh, no, like thirty percent of back orders. Thirty percent, yeah. That's well, but it's something. Right. Don't don't make got, the man post. Don't make the man post. I'm on the inside track, man. You know, oh, you you're look, in the inner circle. That motherfucker can ship right all day, but the guy who handles the sales is my boy. So. No, that, see, you're funny. You say that, and here's something I told Eric at the show. I said, hey. You want to try this cigar? And he goes, oh, I know the owner. I go, yeah, but I know the plug. Right. If you know the plug, plug makes a difference. when you know the plug, right. that's it. He goes, hey, what are you smoking? Weaselito. Oh, right. <laughs> you got to know the plug, baby. <laughs> right. You know, he goes, what do you mean the plug? I go, I'm your plug. Right. Somebody needs something from us. They don't go to you. They go, they, right. To the plug. Right. Exactly. Danny is the fucking plug. Danny's <laughs> mad. I had never met him before. The, I talked to him for a couple of years on you know, online and shit. Never met him till the show. Great guy, man. Yeah, yeah. What a great guy. And he's got it. And I'm sure he's got his tough days. <laughs> I'm sure he's got it. Yeah, but he's smart. He's you know he's a bright kid. Not, so but bright guy. That, he's a likable guy, man. And he, he is very likable. Guy. And yeah. fucking hilarious, dude. I mean, that guy when we were down at Nick Raba, I fucking almost pissed my pants probably ten times when I'm hanging out. I'm like, shut uh, up, this dude. Shut the fuck up. Talking, I gotta hang out with him. The, secret, the only times I saw him were. Uh, at the show where he was busy, as, yeah. you know, as busy as we were, just handing shit out. And then I saw him at the party where he was, you know, when they weren't Same getting cl- when he weren't getting closed down. Like we got fucking closed down, you guys. Right. It's funny they close our party down. I'm like, well, I'm fucking walk over to Skips. I got a black card. Right. What the fuck? You guys are closing this one down too? <laughs> yeah, Wait, they shit all over us. Does Brian thing. Loop have a party? <laughs> <laughs> or just where's, where's David Blanco? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Did I say too much? No, 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 no. no, 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 no I'm not allowed. I think we're going to hound you every week and say, hey, you got to have so me and Jack on together. Oh, oh the Jack. Be Jack. We got another mic. Oh, yeah, if you, if you guys ever go mic. remote, man, you do. Man, I'm telling you. All right, so that's, uh, yeah, that, that's my that's my favorite. What was the, the, the next question? I missed it. What was the third? No, no, that, that was the favorite cigar was the next All right, question. we're still on to. But yes, yeah, yeah, you yeah. actually answered both. You answered both. All right, what fictional character would you like to share a cigar with? 
Right. Ooh, finally, when he's got to think about. It. So I love fast. the dead air. Fictional. Ca oh, hold on. I'll do the fictional character. I like this. <laughs> well, you know, uh, you guys read. Uh, do you guys read Cla any Clancy novels? I have. Have yeah. you read the Clancy novels? I would figure Jack Ryan's probably be a pretty good oh, guy yeah, to smoke yeah. a cigar with. Not the Tom Cruise version. Right. No, the the Tom Cruise do Chuck. No, Jack Harrison Ryan. Ford. Harrison Ford. Did Harrison the early Ford. Ones. The first one was uh, Alex Baldwin. The, uh, Alex Baldwin did the first one. The yeah, that's right. Fred October, that's right. and then it was it was him. But and there's now a, the guy from Star Trek is. So uh, what the fuck is the uh, Mission Impossible? Mission Impossible. No, but there's another one that Tom. Jack Cruise something. Okay. It's Jack. Oh, uh, Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. If it's a, a character from a, a fictional character, yeah, Jack I think Ryan. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. They got a new show coming out on Amazon with a new Jack Ryan. Is it a prequel or? Uh, it's a prequel uh, before he, how he gets into the. Uh, oh, that would be cool. The, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I could do that. So he's just overall badass. Well, yeah, he's a, he's an analyst, which is cool. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, he's a he's a he's a desk guy. He says it all the time. I'm a desk guy. I'm a desk guy. Yeah. But there he is out there doing shit. And then he shit, gets so. thrown into uh, like black ops and stuff. Nice. Intrigue and espionage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's the the line they keep showing in the clip for the new show. I, I work at a desk. I, oh, yeah. really? I love yeah. that. Yeah, that's why I'm in your favorite show, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> it comes out the end of August. Oh, the you know what? I didn't, think, I didn't think I didn't think TV was a TVs are fiction. Guys on TV yeah, are fictional characters. Yeah, guys on TV fiction. Well, I like the guy on. from the the Shield. You know, it's the only TV show I never missed an episode. I watched every single episode too. Tuesday at ten o'clock. I don't Chiklis. care where the fuck. Yeah, Michael, Michael Chiklis. Vic Mackey. a dirty fucking cop. Great show. I never missed that and if, on FX. It was pretty groundbreaking for FX right. yeah. at the yeah, time. Yeah. But I remember watching that show. Tuesday, no matter where I was, Tuesday, 10 o'clock. Hey, no. Got to watch The Shield. Didn't miss an episode of The Shield. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's not a Netflix and chill show. All right, I'm good. Three All for right. three. All right. Uh, that, that's crushing it. That's really it. The last question is you want to tell people how to get a hold of you? Your social media is your... I got wait wait yeah. before right. you get to that. Right. I got some questions. Uh -oh. I got, I got two He's been writing shit down. Been writing uh, shit down. I uh, yeah, and I've been it. staying on point with all of it. So, but um, uh, the first question that I want to ask you is, who would win in a knife fight, AJ or Eric Espinosa? Well, I see. I think I'm going to go with Eric, not because I work for Eric, right? Because if I'm looking for future advancement, career advancement, <laughs> I would go with the guy with the, with the 17 billion cigars. But no, uh, I think Eric would because Eric, you know, AJ's diabetic. Right. So I think Eric would just like dance a little bit, wear him out. Right. And then, just, just gradually. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and AJ's, AJ's, AJ's a nice guy, but Eric's street, man. Eric's in Carroll City. And that hey, Carroll City. He'd fight a little dirty. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He'd probably, you know, if he's wearing a shirt, he'll do the hockey maneuver. He'll pull the, <laughs> pull the jersey over the head. Or, right. or you know, he'll probably tell AJ, look a horse. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> look a horse. <laughs> <laughs> look a casino. <laughs> <laughs> what? Then he's sticking. Yeah. <laughs> So, I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely going with I'm Eric on that one. All right. Um, now we did kind of lightly touch on this, but I do want to kind of give a, a shameless plug to the shop that you usually hang out at. You know, you're you're kind of easy to. Uh, I mean, every time I'm there, I can always count on you to because be there. Because I support your brands, right? Bro. You know, you're a good, you're a good egg, dude. You're a good egg. Uh, look at that. Sure. Huh? I support, I support you the did. guys who are I was using that, who are good, to, who are good to us. I support that. I appreciate that, dude. Hmm. So, and and let me tell you something. I know you're a store owner, and this is my first time in your store. And I've been in a lot of stores, especially in Miami, which is the pit of the cigar industry. There is no, there nobody has any loyalty. The brand, the shop. I mean, I'm just being honest. The shop owners can be, you know, can be a little sketchy. The the clientele are just sometimes, you know, they'll they'll go here, they'll go there, they'll move around. You know, uh -huh. this guy, Alan, Alan is the 
to me is the best kind of cigar store owner and such a such a such a weird guy to find in Miami because he's a cigar nerd he, is. he hoards as much as the next guy you know what I mean nah. I said hey what is it oh, I'm getting in that new one from these guys over here also but I'm not putting them all out I'm gonna smoke them <laughs> he's, you know, he's, <laughs> he he's like he stashes them all uh, we have a we have a rep in California named Tim Wong one of the nicest guys you ever meet the Asian guy smokes like 18 cigars a day I mean you know if you don't meet him now after 6 you're never gonna see him so <laughs> Tim calls me he goes hey I'm at a store in Arizona he's got six boxes of Musielago EO brands and I was like, I'll buy them all. I go, he wasn't talking to you. <laughs> he's, talking to me. he's that kind of guy. He likes, you know, it, when you go to his store, you have to ask him, what, 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 do you have this? Yeah, no. Where's the, oh, no, no. I'm not putting the Venuses out yet. Right. Because then the guys, you know, they got, so he's like that. I mean, I like a guy like that. When uh, Viaje came out with Cash, right. which they had 20 cigars <laughs> and five box press. Hidden underneath. Hun, hunted underneath. So I walk into the store. He goes, I got Cash. And I said, oh, good, good. I want to. He goes, I know what you're looking for. They're not there. <laughs> I go, but they're here for sale. No, I took them out. He took, he takes them out. He's a nerd. He is an incredible nerd. Yeah. But when he likes your brand, you roll. If you if he likes your brand and you roll shit in the wrapper, he'll sell it. And the guy, I'm telling you, the guys coming to the store, it's you know he 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 sells. He you know he obviously, you know I don't know how you taught your retail guys, but when I when I did retail, my guy taught me very simple. Achilles from uh, South Havana. He said, look, a guy comes to the humidor. If he goes to the left, he's going to buy Padron. Just leave him alone. He's on Padron. You're not going to get him off Padron. Right. A guy comes to the humidor, goes to the right. He's standing in front of Fuente. You're not going to get him off Fuente. Mm-hmm. Let him buy whatever. Push Fuente. But if he's in the middle, <laughs> go get him. <laughs> he's, in, he's in the middle. He's free game. So that's, you know, he, he hey, have you tried this? Hey, have you, when, a guy, when a guy asks him what he likes, he takes him to all the... All the flavor, all the all the, the all the brands that I mentioned earlier, yep. takes them to all of them. We have these guys and these guys, and this is uh, the Roma Craft stuff. And these are made. Roma Craft makes these for these guys. This is Fable, and this is the, this is Botswana. I'm telling you, he's the. If we had more, if we had more guys like that, I'm sure there are guys like that in the country. Right, it's just not in Miami. Yeah. yeah, we don't have that in Miami. Wow. First time I met Alan, it was uh, in New Orleans, and I was I had to dig through my luggage at the hotel to get my charger or some shit out of my phone and then all of a sudden this guy kind of walks up like with a fucking shitting grin super excited on his face like hey man you're the guy that's gonna make post on you right and mm-hmm. I was like yeah I'm like how the fuck do you know that because like you know nobody nobody knew you yeah, yeah. you know this was I don't know four or five years ago something like that when oh, the one it, sucked. It oh, was, God. Yeah, it always does but it was just like it was an idea at that point like we were just kind of getting things going and no, he's, like, he'd already heard. he's like i want it i want it i'm like oh, absolutely shit. okay all right okay. i want it i want it i want it all yeah. right i said hey look i got this thing that I'm, i want it i go so it's caribbean cigars just want to make sure that we yeah caribbean that caribbean cigars down in miami everybody i think everybody should have their shop you know i just think i mean yeah it's uh you gotta be true to your shul right that's uh you know he takes care of us and you know i spend three days a week in there one day on the weekend, you know, in the afternoon. I'm there 20, 24 hours a week because, you know, he gives us love. I got to give him love. Right, you know, right. there. And, you know, and he, he, he I, I enjoy it. And the guys there are super nerds too, man. It's, it's such a nice cigar. So there's yeah. no, there, you don't have those guys. You know, you don't have any of those typical 
you know, the douchebag bingo, you can play at a cigar store. Right, right. You don't yeah. have that. These are all nerdy guys, and they're, they're like, Alan, fuck, what do you have new? Oh, this is, uh, look, this is a new Matt Booth cigar, and this is, uh, it's new because Matt Booth uh, jacked off on top of this bed. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, and, oh, I'll take two. <laughs> you know, that's, uh, all he's got to do is tell the story like that, and that's it, man. Right. That's, how, that's how he gets you. What's the age of semen on uh, you know, you can't hit it. You can barely see it with black light, but it's there. Right. It exists. And it has a salty. You might think it's Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you... Uh, what was it? Yeah, those are my two questions. Mm. So, um, What was the second question? Uh, where you do just, you hang out? Oh, where do I hang out? Where can, they, where can they reach me on the World Wide Web? Yes. Where can, oh, yeah. where can they reach you on the World Wide Web? <sighs> I'm... Uh, Hector at AOL.com. I'm Hector, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want, I'm on... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm on I'm on social media. Uh, You're on Facebook. Facebook. I got an Instagram. Hector Alfonso Senior. Hector Alfonso Senior. But if you want, if you want, if you have questions about the brand, about the stuff we're, we're doing, Hector Espinosa Cigars. But you know, I'm on. You know, if you can't find me on your own, I'm on Mike's page. I'm on Skip's page. I'm on everybody's right, page. Right, right. You're on the up so and up. I'm on the up and up. I'm in. I like to be part of the. You know, I'm not uh, part of the Reagan J fan club, which I. <laughs> Are you guys taking sponsorships for that yet? Or nobody's taking... Are there any? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not, he won't I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole, brother. Bro. I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. I'll tell you what. You know, you know who's responsible for that, right? Uh-uh. Oh, come on, man. Who do you think set that off? Jack Who is Ryan? the... That's my man right there. <laughs> the oh, guy right... Can God. we talk about it? If you want, yeah, sure. No, I want to make sure I don't take up too much of your time. I mean, no, you guys no, already no, had hey, me on. Man, you you got to keep it going for 45 mi- more minutes. We're going to do a two-part episode. <laughs> I mean. So, uh, the kid from, uh, not the kid, uh, the surgeon from Developing Palace writes, I right. thought it was a very good editorial. And an editorial in itself is an opinion. Right. So, you know, it's nobody wants to read it. It's, it's not great news, but... It's news, and you know he he writes a, an opinion. Where he, every page, every subsection, he he makes a comment. Right. And this guy blasts him out of the blue. And then this guy took the high road. I mean, he took the mega high road. Well, you know, I'm sorry you didn't like it, but I'm glad you read it. And then you know the the guy said the last time I want, well, I don't even I haven't listened to a Canadian since the War of 1812 or the War of 1858 or some shit like that. So he just he's ragging on the guy for no reason. And then one of the posts says, I can't believe that Skip Martin and Jack Tronia would condone this. Right. So Jack saw it and went, huh, i got to send that to my friend. <laughs> so he sends it off the skip. Now, I don't know if that's the true story. That's the story of how I heard it from, from the number one Yenta. Right. <laughs> but I know, I know when something's online and when there's, when there's shit flying, that's where I get it from. Jack's the bad bro. I go, bro, you said that you, yeah, how, how do you run across it? I don't know, brother. I just look and there's. I know, just bam. He's like, you know, this guy's the world. He's like the, the, the troll police. It's but awesome. he, I'm telling you, he sent that to him and, and then, well, you know, let's not rehash that. Oh, wait. Though we did a video uh, at the at the warehouse last week, where Eric really, Eric really doesn't get involved in any of this internet stuff, and he hardly listens to any of the shows. I mean, he listens to some parts of it, mm-hmm. but he doesn't. You know, the, the stuff about who's beefing with who, he doesn't get into that. And he goes, "Bro, what's this thing?" I said, "We'll talk about it on the little thing." So uh, he says, "Oh, I know that guy. That guy, you know, because he everybody who." Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> so he's Jack. He puts on the spot. He goes, "So who do you think won?" I go, "I, th- I think, I think, I think Skip beat him. <laughs> I think Skip beat him up a little bit. You know, it made him call his dad. <laughs> uh, you know, that's." Not <laughs> but then I, we don't sell to him, right? Okay, we're well, fine. We're <laughs> so fine. Uh, that was uh, that was uh, that was last week's fun. We gotta, we gotta get something new. Yeah, we well, I mean, that one was a big one for sure. That was that was mega. What'd you think of that? That was pretty funny, right? That was pretty funny, yeah. Hmm. 
<sighs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. there's some of this shy shit going on I'm, here. I'm looking forward for the next uh, next thing. Oh yeah, I heard there's gonna be some tell me in my face shit. So some what? <laughs> I heard there's some tell me that in my face shit. Yeah. So, you know, that could be interesting. I gotta see where we're at next year. Where are you guys at next year in the show? Um, we're next to Padron. Oh, we're like in the. You middle. know what? I gotta. I'll have to find that out. Because well, I, I usually guess, like. We, we I'm, guess, I'm usually last to find that shit out. To be no, honest. Once we find out, we can start prepping out the this way to the big fight. This way <laughs> to the wrong. We can. You know, <laughs> I hope to Christ it doesn't fucking go Nothing's that long. Nothing's gonna happen. That guy's not. No, gonna I don't. Shit. You know. I'm all for peace and love. So. Peace yeah, and I've got. Love. I'm nothing but. I'm nothing but a. Uh, peace and love. Sounds better when you get closer. <laughs> I'm you like for, me right on the mic. I thought he said it was all for pieces and love. Pieces and love. So I guess that uh, that concludes the uh, the podcast. Very right? full episode, Hector. I mean, I truly appreciate you yes. coming out. Thank oh yeah, man. Much. I mean, since I was this up was here, you know, you you asked me a couple of months ago, and I'm like, you know, when I get I I had something scheduled for Orlando, I couldn't make it, and then my daughter's like, Papa, I'm gonna, Papa, I want to go to the soccer game. I'm like, okay, sure, honey, I'll take you. Where? <laughs> Where's your mother? <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question. When I told you I would take her to the soccer game. <laughs> Did we? Did you think that Orange County was a, the place that I wanted to take her to soccer? Game? Right. Oh well, you know, there's no soccer here. I go, there's plenty of soccer here. She could have gone to the park and watched the Nicaraguans <laughs> play on the street. There. And the Hondurans and Mexicans fight every Saturday right there in front of Home Depot. We could have had them play. Oh, she wanted to see it. Yeah. And that's the things you do for your daughter. So yeah, because they're they're 17 man. They're gonna be 18 soon, and then they'll be gone. Right. And then they're gone. You don't see them anymore. You know, I see my son now. You know, he comes by the house in uniform and his Mark unit. You know, I'm like shit. You know, I. We used to fucking play Madden. I used to whip his ass in Madden. <laughs> and then one day I, I started working late. I came home and he whipped my ass. I said, what the fuck happened here? <laughs> yeah, you slacking, man. You slacking on your pimping, Pop. You <laughs> <laughs> now I couldn't. Can't now and now I can't even play video games. Right. Oh, I don't know what the terrible. last Madden you played was. Terrible. If you ever played Madden. Right. The last Madden I played was one with Michael Vick on the cover. Pre Pitbull Michael Vick. Wow. <laughs> Atlanta Falcon Michael Vick. Now the buttons there. Yeah, I don't have enough fingers. Right. From. Yeah. For all well, these buttons, you know, uh, you have to do this and then the window and then, oh, fuck that, you know. Well, we've recently acquired a Nintendo Switch at the house. My son's five. Okay. And uh, he's, he likes football a lot. So when Madden becomes available, I will now be playing it again. Oh. However, I will be playing against a five-year-old, so. Dominate yeah. him now. But beat him down eight. now. Like, he's eight. Like beat him. Oh, Look, beat him down now because when they beat you, they'll laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> and then... I told him, and like I told him, I said, you know, when I beat you, I never laughed at you. He goes, makes you wish you should have, right? I said, right. I said well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys, what's football here, Tampa Bay? Uh, yeah, well, we're right in the middle. So, you, um, Jack, Whoever's good, it's Jacksonville no, last year? Like, I like, um, I'm a big believer in kind of supporting local too, right? Yeah, so, but you're stuck, you're right in the middle. And we go Bucks, Tampa Bay. I take them to the Bucks all the time. Yeah. You know, so we got uh, season tickets and stuff, and we took them to um, like the training camps and shit, the mini camps. Which That's is cool. Really cool. So we got Mike Evans, you know, autograph. Is he, is he in the football cards yet? Does he do the cards and stuff like that? No, oh, dude, not, that's not popular anymore. Is no, he? no, he's not. He's not no, at that level. What was awesome anymore. is like, you know, he started identifying. Cards, no. He identifies numbers. Right. Sure, so he's like, that's Jameis Winston. You know, I was like, that's Mike Evans. So how, we were, how do we get Jameis Winston to come over here, Daddy? Hold on, grab like. <laughs> crab leg, crab leg, crab leg. Sorry, he's an FSU guy and I'm a Miami guy and I'm going to make fun of him. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Tampa, hey man, you know what? Uh, 
you guys were dominant for so that defense was so dominant for so many years there right in the 2000s and well this is just a new thing for me you know, football and, and well, football with the you kid. Know, yeah, support yeah, local. Sure. You know, he likes football. Well, he's five, you, and so. you gotta get you gotta get him into fantasy pretty soon. You gotta, you gotta get him. You gotta get him yeah, playing fantasy. You didn't really do that this year, did you? The fantasy football. Yeah, well, it hasn't really started yet. Oh, okay. Oh, you're That'll, not doing your mock drafts, bro. You gotta do your mock drafts. No. Geis is out already, so that Washington guy now that running back jobs up for up for grabs. Right. Huh? We're all over that fantasy football, man. I'm in the Roma League this year. Are you? Yes, sir. I did. Uh, I was. Uh, Should have got in that. Fuck that. Uh, let me tell you why I did not join that. Yeah, I'm wondering why you didn't join that. Because somebody is going to get fucking butthurt. It happens in every fucking... It'll be it'll be Purple Lavender Man. It'll be Barry. Barry's in the league. Barry's so, going to get butthurt. But, you know, God forbid it's some fucking guy over the dumbest shit, and now, you know, they're pissed off at you over a pretend fucking football game. Right, like I mean, I I've had it to a point. I've had conflict with people. I'm like, look, this guy's in charge. He gets to fucking call the shots. If you have a problem with that, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Hit the fucking bricks, right? So I feel you. But now I've also had the problem with the guy being in charge saying, well, they're kind of bitching, so I'm gonna go their direction. I'm like, all right, that's cool. I'm fucking out. Yeah. Because you know now you're letting people manipulate the game, right? So yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm I, always stuck as commissioner. Always. Right, and they say, "Well, you're the commissioner." I go, Do you know what kind of a pain in the ass being commissioner is? A huge you know, pain. Eleven in babies. Ass. Then if bring your money to the draft, oh, bro, you know I'm good right. for it. So now it's December. Right. It's the last week of November. Uh, December Christmas shopping. Hey, dude, I need your two hundred fifty dollars for league. Oh, bro, hey, I, I don't want to chase people down. Right. Right. You know, and you know, it's it's a pain in the ass to be yeah. commissioner. And then the. And then you have the little subgroups, two or three guys who are playing together. Yo, I'm going to trade you uh, right. Tom Brady for uh, Shane Vereen. What? <laughs> what kind of shit is that? Uh, right. yeah. Yeah, you no, know, you got to, you got to be, yeah, you got to be all over that shit, brothers. I'm telling you, it's like, it's, it's you have to be a police, uh, fantasy cop. It's crazy. Yeah, but I love, I love football. This is, I've been, Me I watched too. that Dolphin preseason game against Tampa Bay. Boom. The teams are both awful. Those teams are going to struggle to win eight games. Well, they're ranked. I think the Bucks are ranked like thirty-two in the most recent well, Bleacher Report. You have you have your your second string quarterback took me to the promised land several years ago. Fitz, if it's I got, you know, I believe in the team still. I think that they got. Well, you have I talent. Mean, you have Mike Evans. Who's that barber kid? That barber kid ran the ball pretty yeah, good. No shit. Uh, Deshaun Jackson on the other side. You got OJ. Yeah, Deshaun's ready. Deshaun's ready. In but he's in the number twi- two. Yeah, but he's the twilight of his career. I think Mike Evans is a stud. But you still Mike, have to acknowledge him on the field. Well, he's fast. Right. Yeah, he's fast. But OJ he's always, Howard's a beast. He is a big Bray guy. Is a fucking you know. Fitzpatrick looked great. I mean, it's coming. The, he does the, every year up until playoffs. Well, right? yeah, but you know, Fitzpatrick, I like the philosophy. There's not, there's never a pass he doesn't like. He throws them. <laughs> I mean, you know, he'll go thirty for forty-eight with four touchdowns and four interceptions. I'm okay right. with that. <laughs> you know, but he'll. I'm telling you, he. I, I, I think it's just Miami's going to be Tannehill. I mean, Tannehill is just. Uh, <laughs> Tannehill's. He looked. What, a, he looked was Cutler done? Hey man, look, I won't take any disrespect. <laughs> Jay Cutler, Jay Cutler, the Jay Cutler memes with, oh, you threw a pick, hold my beer. <laughs> Those Jay Cutler memes would hold my beer and the cigarette on the sideline. Come on, man. Jay Cutler, Jay Cutler, how is Jay Cutler going to succeed? A guy was in the booth two weeks before the season starts, and you throw him in there to start a game. I just like the fact Jay Cutler is the most aloof cat that's ever played football ever. Uh, Jay, you know, uh, that pick in the third quarter really, uh, really kind of changed the outcome of the game against the Jets. 
Yeah. <laughs> Jay doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Of course, I didn't like it that much since he was playing for us last year. But it's been tough, man. Being a Dolphin fan has not been easy. No. Well, you know, you got that seventy-two perfect season. Yeah, but those guys yada, are yada, dop- yada. those guys are dropping dead fast. Fucking years ago. Uh, uh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> those guys are those guys are dropping dead at an alarming rate. You know, she was holding on. She was not letting go. I mean, right. but these it's it's just hard, man. And since Marino, we've had seventeen quarterbacks since Dan Marino Jesus. was quarterback. That was seventeen years ago. We average a quarterback every year for right. since Marino retired. It's ridiculous. But I'm a fan, and I'll be there watching the first game and uh, hoping to get 8-8. Eight eight. <laughs> so, hoping for 8-8. Eight eight. Well, because there's nothing like... get it done. Hey, man, eight, no, nothing like going 8-8 eight and, eight and drafting right in the middle of the draft. <laughs> Where you don't get any of the elite talent. You get, you know, middle guy. Get quarterback. We just do. build on mediocrity. <laughs> Consistent mediocrity. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Building on mediocrity. That's us, baby. Hey. You guys still had the ugliest uniforms ever in the NFL. The orange ones? Oh, yeah. The popsicle ones, the, fruit, the Tropicana Fruit Bar uniforms. Those are pretty bad. Sure. Those are pretty bad. But those new ones, are those colors are sharp. Pewter and red and white. Those are pretty sharp colors. Yeah. Well, so that's it. That's I have right. nothing else for you, Gunner. You're going to go long. I feel like we can do two parts out of this. We could. We could split them in half. Fuck yeah. Excellent. Covers us for two weeks. We're covered for two weeks. Well, right. we got we got Va- more interviews. Yeah, th- we do. This we week. got another one this week. Vacations yeah. for everybody. Vaca- <laughs> vacations all the way around. All right, brother. Well, hey, dude. Like I said, I really respect you. Yes, and thank I, you very much. And for I truly coming appreciate in. you. You know, putting in the effort. And coming quite the out. pleasure oh. meeting you today. It was a pleasure it coming. Was hilarious. Out, I knew you were an intelligent individual. I didn't know you were that fucking intelligent. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> look, we, you know who has that mantle. You know, <laughs> and you don't want to pull on Superman's cape. You know what I'm telling you? Next thing you know, he'll start challenging me to debate questions. I'm just not ready. <laughs> he's, he's he's a smart cat. I'm smart in I'm smart in my field. Right. Outside of that, when I don't know something, man, I'll be. I'm, I talk a lot. I tend to talk a lot. I tend to be one of the of guys in the room but when you see me not talking it's because i'm learning i'm learning i'm listening right you know and you know i i you know I, what i know I'm, what i know i know what i don't know i like to learn and there are there are a lot of sharp guys in this industry man there i mean there are a lot of dumbasses yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of uh, i was gonna say your first statement is probably not true there are some guys that are really sharp but there are know, some sharp guys there, you know. there isn't a lot of them all right know? but but <laughs> oh you know what for me there are because i only hang out with Right. Six or seven of them. Right, that's true. Eric's like, uh, where are you going to be? I'm going to be there. You always hang out with the same people. Yeah, those guys, you know, yeah. they're smart. Right. <laughs> they're smart. They don't, they know, they fit, they, they, they use proper sentence structure. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> they don't two part me. You know? <laughs> they don't answer their own question. I can't, t- I'm going to tell you the guy's name off, off uh-huh. air. But I'm gonna tell you a story happened to me in Nicaragua, and we, you know, we can call it if you're ready. Perfect. So Eric says, a "Guy's gonna go by the by the warehouse. Uh, he's gonna go by the factory and talk to him about making a cigar and stuff like that." All right, no problem. Guy shows up, him and two other people. So they're talking, and I'm I'm looking at the date. This is not gonna work. You know, it's not. I, I need 90 days. You know, 120 days. Right. I've got my own show. I got my own show shit. Plus, I have Cornelius and Anthony show shit. And Cuba Ricanio's shit, this is really, which is really moving pretty good in the Northeast, you know? So I tell the guy, look, it might not happen. You know, maybe we can do something after the show. And he says his name. Let's say his name is Charlie. Right. You know, Charlie doesn't like that. So I look around, and there's oh, he's two other guys, and I go, person. who? He goes, oh, Charlie. I go, oh, you're talking in the third person. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at the time. <laughs> <laughs> End of the meeting right there on the spot. I called him. I said, you sent me a guy who talks in the third person? 
He goes, what do you mean? He goes, he says he, my <laughs> name, does not like this. He goes, oh, what's wrong with that? I go, the only guy who can get away with that is Ricky Henderson. <laughs> and Ricky Henderson is a Hall of Famer. And that guy is not a Hall of Famer. All right? In the third person. Oh, and he sent me another guy once. I'll tell you that off the air. All right. <laughs> good. Good. Yeah, it's good. 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 Send me another guy. And uh, he goes, hey, this was a couple years ago. He says, hey, I'm going to send you this guy. He, he wants to see the factory and stuff like that. He might be interested in doing it. I was like, all right, no problem. He sends the guy. The guy's in, he's walking around. He goes, oh, just, you know, you don't have to watch me. I don't know what I do. Yeah, I do. You know, <laughs> I don't know who the fuck you are. Here. <laughs> he starts walking around. He gets the molds. He smells the molds. Oh, Jesus. He smells the molds. He smells the tobacco. In the pilons, you know, in, in the in the opens the bales, smells them. He's in there smelling the table. Love smelling. So I'm looking at this guy. I go, what the fuck? So you know, for like an hour, I call. I call her. I go, hey, uh, he was always oh, that guy there. I go, yeah, yeah. If you ever send this motherfucker, here again, <laughs> <laughs> That's it, I'm, I'm gonna burn this motherfucker to the ground. <laughs> you hear me, bro? What are you doing, bro? He's doing what? He, what he did? What he's doing? He's sniffing the moles. <laughs> He goes, and then Eric fucking goes, the plastic ones or the wooden ones? What does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> what does it matter? So, oh my yeah. God, and then it started to rain. The rollers hands now. And yeah. he couldn't leave. So <sighm> he was there for uh, three hours. I was like, smelling things. And Car- no, then that, the last hour he's smoking, Car- Carlito, the guy who runs the factory, walks around and he goes, because he doesn't speak English. He's like, yeah, yeah. At the end he goes, he goes, Hector, man, you know that I love Eric and I love you. And he goes, I go, yeah, yeah. And he goes, don't ever bring that fucking guy. <laughs> 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 oh, if I, let me tell you something. When I retire, I'll have some good stories to tell. <laughs> right now, awesome. I kind of need the job. <laughs> <laughs> so the day that he retires, we got to have him back on we'll the show. have him back on that yeah. day. I'll, right. I'll retire from up here. Good okay. press conference. That's <laughs> I'm going to announce right. my retirement. And you can go. announce your retirement on the show. Exactly. On the show. And yeah, I'll exactly. take this guy's spot, the guy who left. Exactly. <laughs> when you bring him back, I'll take his spot. That's no problem. It sounds good to me. Thanks All for right. having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you. It was thank a blast. This is the operator with a collect ball from Emory To accept the charges, press 1. Now. That's it, folks. Show's over. If you have any questions or suggestions for guests, leave them on our Facebook page at Cigar Hustlers Podcast. You can follow the show on Instagram at Cigar Hustlers Podcast. You can follow Mikey at Cigar Hustler. And you can follow me at Florida Cigar Club underscore Mike. Please rate, review, and subscribe on whichever provider you